Welcome to Yento and Nikki's podcast. We're just two Jersey girls that are insanely bored and are ready to talk about anything, everything, and sometimes, honestly, nothing at all. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, all. Welcome. 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 Yeah, it's Monday. <sighs> okay. <laughs> it's Monday. It's April. The weather yep. has not quite figured out what it wants to do. Does it mm. want to be winter? Does it want to be spring? Nope. We don't know. Um, it's literally a day-by-day case if you live on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, specifically the Northeast. Um, what else? What else? What else? It's fucking <sighs> April and the, we're four months into the year. There's a lot going on. I feel like my head is spinning in five different fucking directions. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's where my world is today. Yeah, no, time is flying by. Um, I, I I'm like surprised that it's April. I don't even know how we got here, but I feel like that is a, that is a life theme now because of this pandemic Same. and whatever, like every day I'm just like, yeah. I don't know how, how is it this month? When did that happen? But you know, ah, adjustments, just trying, trying to get through it. Um, damn. So what you do this weekend? I'm gonna use that as a... <laughs> Um, I mean, a whole lot of nothing. I wish I could say that I had this like, actually, I don't, I'm going to take that back. Yeah. I don't wish I could say I had this fantastic mind blowing weekend. No, I did absolutely nothing. And I was absolutely happy with that. I slept a lot, which apparently my body was like, girl, you need some rest because I was like napping on and off. Mm. I was like in a a daze. I don't know. Like it just was kind of like my body said it's it's time to rest. So I did that. Probably didn't help that I was also, you know, on the on had my period. So oh, full disclosure. So that probably oh contributed yes. to a little bit of my tiredness. Um mm. so yeah, a lot of that, like every time I tried to get into a TV show, my I just fell asleep. So like I didn't even ha- I didn't even like barely watch anything this weekend. I was in like a fog. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't that, think that's I... my weekend in a okay. nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that's it. Uh, that's it. I... Eat ice cream. Oh, that's fantastic. Sometimes, yeah, you just need those weekends though. Sometimes you just need them. So yeah, yeah, own it. I'm I'm happy for you. I'm glad you got to catch up on sleep. Um, yeah, same. Uh, didn't do a heck of a lot except for um, Saturday. We had some friends over, which was great. We have not hosted in a very very long time yes we entered we did we did oh girl so i (laughs) i needed it because i that certainly was the motivation to like oh my god let me clean this place up so got up saturday was like ooh, let me sweep let me let me do all the things let me clean this bathroom let me fold up these clothes that have been sitting on my chair for like four months (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so got got organized had uh some friends over a, a high school friend of mine and his wife it was delightful to catch up um he's exploring did you cook no. Oh, girl, no. No, sorry. So maybe we, uh, by entertain, we picked up delicious food. Uh, 
for okay. everybody. Okay. Hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. No, did not. I understand. Yeah. I'm not, not quite there yet. It's like I, it was a feat to get the place cleaned up. I was like super proud of myself. Um, and then maybe next time we can make it about cleaning and also cooking. But this past weekend it was like, nope, one or the other, I'm a clean. And then yeah, pick up, pick up some of this pizza and uh yeah serve it to folks gave them really nice plates uh yeah um, <laughs> that was pretty much <laughs> we'll that just, was, <laughs> you got your fancy china out okay right okay. right right which really just means like real dishes like it wasn't paper plates so really that that's all it was um but yeah it was it was good a lot of good conversation that you know we can totally jump into later on but um yeah, if you if you want to get it, the party started with. I know we uh, were talking offline about some topics and some things you wanted to explore. So if you want to jump in, I'm down. Like we can we can party. What do you got? All what right, you thinking? we're gonna we're gonna party on some um we're gonna party on some pop culture today. Um, yes, a lot of of my early two thousands uh, friends in my head have now resurged over the weekend. Um, so while I did sleep a lot, I was very tuned in on what's happening in the interwebs per mm. usual. So it looks like one, uh, Britney Spears is expecting. Yeah. She has, uh, she has announced that she is pregnant, even though like sometimes it's hard to decipher what the I, fuck she's talking about. I was just going to say, I was just going to say that because I saw the post and I was like, is she pregnant? Like, oh, yeah. I'm like, are you, did you, do you really mean food babies or right, actual yes. baby? Yes. It's, it's okay. really hard to understand her. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had to go through the comments. Like, so how did other people read right. this? Because right. I was like, eh, I don't, I'm not sure what she's saying. Mm-hmm. But it looks like the the uh, the media people have picked up on the fact that I think she did announce that she was pregnant. So right. shout out to Miss Spears. Uh, we have freed her in her uterus, apparently. Yes. So I am very very happy about her about absolutely. this period. Yes. You know, good okay? for her. Yeah, yeah, absolutely good for her. Yeah. Um. So yes, that's my first two thousands. Uh. <sighs> Pop culture update. Second pop culture update from the 2000s <laughs> is uh, JLo and I know, right? JLo and uh, Mr. Affleck are re engaged. Um, and I am, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. And, and not just on a, I don't care about these people, but just mm. on a like, I just, I don't want to go down the path of like exes or exes for a reason. Like mm. they were engaged. It was, it's been 20 years, which by the way, holy shit. That's insane. It's been 20 years. Yep. That's yep. insane. It does not feel like it, but no, it, it is. Doesn't. It's been 20 yes. years. So like, 20 years. I don't want to like throw that down the, you know, the path. Like that's a whole, literally a whole lifetime of mm-hmm. things that happen and they've had, you know, children and, families and things change but you know so I don't want to go down that path but I do want to discuss the the the, I guess the elephant not so much elephant but like the obvious thing about this whole situation is that J-Lo doesn't know how to be alone and like (laughs) 
not just her. It's a thing. No, like it's serial not. It's, yeah. monogamy. Yes. Yes. Serial monogamy is a real thing. I don't understand it. Mm. I mean, I understand it in the form of like, oh, and I know it, I see it. I mm. I I know I have friends in my life who like literally has have been connected or intertwined with someone over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's they just they've just lived like that. And I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't I don't know that life. Um, but to me, it just gives me like JLo is a multimillionaire. And if mm-hmm. I'm sitting here armchairing her diagnosis where she has tons of money and 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 like access to get, you know, so understanding anything. of who she is, of anything, of anything. Yeah. She literally anything she wants, she has all the money and the access to find out. But like to me, that just it screams to me that that's not that's not right. That something's not right. Mm. I mean, there has to be a why. And like, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of her why. But but why, why? what's the why in general? Why do why do we and it's not just women, it's men and no, women, men too. You're it's right. Yep. Cer- mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly not gender based. Right. Like, why do we feel like we need to be attached to someone? Hmm. Damn. I. Hmm. OK, so some thoughts. I think. I think there's, I think the why, I think there are a lot of different whys, right? I think one of them, to be honest, I, I think it's this, and okay, so this actually makes me think of Beyonce to kind of like make some sort of weird pop culture connection. Um, I remember seeing an interview, I don't know if it was something that was explored during her like homecoming special or I don't know, some interview where she made a a really simple comment and she kind of said, you know, the goal, something something to the effect of the goal of life is to share your memories and experiences with someone else. And so, you know, that, that kind of resonated with me a little bit. Um, You know, I think, part of the reason why I wanted to get married was that I started to think like, yeah, like that's, that's fun. Like the idea that you could be with someone and grow with them and have all these different experiences together and blah, blah, you know, all that like loop, diddy, do die, happy, whatever. Um, and I, I wonder if that is a why for a lot of people, like it's, the the deeper why you know the the superficial why is like yay to share experiences with people but then i feel like also the deeper why might be the fear of being alone honestly mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. yeah i think i honestly i think that's a big one i think there there is a fear of being alone that in those moments where oh, i'm trying to think like like day to, to be honest, like day to day, I feel like I know you and I joke about it frequently and I'll, you know, be like, I could be by myself and I'd be fine. But I think <laughs> there are these moments where, especially if you're not feeling good or you're sick or, you know, things aren't going great, where I know for myself, I've had moments where I'm like, oh, man, like I this would be tough to deal with this alone. Uh, you know, on my own. And I, I know that is not, 
I know it's not true. I know that I have amazing friends and I know that if things were really crazy, like I could call you or I could call, you know, a number of other friends to kind of touch base and catch up and seek their advice and counsel and all that good stuff. But I think that there is something, at least for me, I, I don't know how others feel, but there's something about, you know, another person who has seen my ups and downs in a way that I think very few people have seen it, have seen my ups and downs, and then be able to give me advice or just comfort in having that history and knowing that about me. Um, That's a long ass ramble, which really all just goes back to fear of being alone. But (laughs) I I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Have you like... Yeah, well, what what are your thoughts on like serial monogamy? Like, what what other what other whys do you think could be there? Um, I don't like to, you know, I I I don't look. Someone could. I am completely in my world the opposite of mm-hmm. serial monogamy, mm-hmm. so I'm not here to cast judgment either way because right. it's just the way you a person decides to live your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I just like you could look at me and say, Hey, you know, you're, you're the opposite of a serial monogamous. You're pretty much single all, a lot. <laughs> um, it, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. is something wrong with you? I don't want to say it's something wrong with you. I'm like, nah, I think I'm cool. I think I'm good. <laughs> right, uh, right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm not here to like throw the judgment thing on people. However, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. I guess in my in my world, um, I am very independent, mm-hmm. and um, like that's obviously the the difference. Not saying they don't know how to do things on their own. I'm not saying that. Just kind of like living life, um on your terms and not having mm. to ask someone what their thoughts are, what their opinions are, you know, on a, in a yeah. formal sense anyway, or making a decision and not having to like ask someone what they're, how they feel about it, you know? Right. Um, right. So, I mean, there's pros and cons, like you said, like there's always someone to share yeah. your time with. Um, but also like, what have you done for yourself lately? Sorry, I got distracted now. <laughs> no, no worries. Um, but yeah, like n- having having your own time. But like, what have you done for yourself lately? And mm. I mean that in like a, it doesn't have to be like a literal thing of like, oh, I took walk, went for a walk by myself, but just like ha- always having to make decisions with someone. It, it seems like a lot. It just seems like. Yeah more burden but if that is all you know mm-hmm. the opposite may be true making decisions independently may be hard right. um but i i also feel like it it ignores it it ignores things in your own self because you're always having to do for others or confer with others you're ignoring things in in yourself mm. if that makes sense yeah like maybe yeah. you're ignoring some of the characteristics because like if it's, it's a, if it's always about other people, whether mm. it's a, a spouse, uh, children, your parents, um, yeah, you get to be busy and ignore all the other things. But when you're sitting with yourself at night, 
do you have that time? Do you have that space? Um, I mean, I know people in my personal life who have this thing and it's not just a famous person issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I just like, it's, what's the fear in like taking some time just to be by yourself, you know? Right. And, and not saying JLo doesn't have interests, but like, what is the fear? I don't know what that is. I'm literally obviously the complete opposite person. So I don't, I don't even understand that world. But here again, I'm not here to do judgment because mm. someone could say, Hey, like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you want to be in a relationship with someone? You know, like, <laughs> right. why are you so quick to cast people off if they say something crazy or, you know, or not even say something crazy, just say something you don't like. So right. I, I really don't want to do the judgment thing, but it's, you know, it's just like such a different world that I just don't understand. And like JLo literally can have whoever she wants essentially with, right. between her fame, beauty, wealth, all of that. And like, you know, it's, it's, it's okay to be single. I think, uh, to throw another famous person in the ring. Yeah. I think Kim Kardashian is very similar. Oh like, yeah. They are serial mm. monogamous. They are relationship people. They desire relationships. They desire being with someone and someone only. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, there's plenty of examples of it. I got a couple friends I could talk about, but like, I just don't know that world. And and I get, I just, I, you know, obviously we we want something that's balanced. You want to give yourself time, um, but also like life is fucking short. So if if there's someone you want to be with, like YOLO, I don't know. I obviously clearly in the middle on that list. Right. I think it's, I think it's different. Yeah, no, there's no judgment. I just I find it interesting, too, because I think if 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 this was like a spectrum, I would be and like, again, this is a poor analogy. But if like if you were on one end, like I think I'm definitely closer to, you know, Miss Yentl in, you know, there's a certain amount of independence that I feel like I need to have in order to be honest, to just feel good about myself, honestly, um, so I think I would, I would fall more on that side of the spectrum. Um, and, and it is interesting because I, I mean, I really, I really, I have had some conversations with friends about just even friendships. Like I, I am really, I think I'm really okay with being by myself and I really enjoy it. And it has come up in a couple conversations and in a couple different contexts and it's always so interesting because I think people and, you know, I know I'm kind of jumping all over the place, but one of the contexts in which this came up under was like the whole discussion about introvert, extrovert, blah, blah, blah. But I think a lot of people see me and hear me and, you know, see me in a certain light and feel like that must mean that I enjoy being around people all the time. And I really don't. Like, I really, I really like being by myself. So it's, it's just, it is interesting when I talk to friends or, you know, to go back to the relationship context, you know, friends that are in relationships and they just have a very different mindset. So it's, it's just a difference of mindsets. That's how I see it. Um, You know, I think it, I don't know. I think there's different. Well, so the thing I would say with J-Lo, as you were talking about it, it, it kind of made me think, you know, I wonder if in her situation and like the Kim Kardashian and folks that are famous, 
I wonder <laughs> if part of the thought process with that is, is it, is it safer to be, and especially if you have kids, right? Like, is it safer, quote unquote, to be a serial monogamist? You know, where it's like, hey, you find someone, you really like them, you you get along well. Okay, cool. Let's do this relationship. Because, you know, I, I don't know how to navigate that, how I would even go about navigating that if I was like rich and had kids. Like, I don't even, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, that would be, I feel like to casually date in that arena, I, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't even know how to, like, I, how do people even do that today? Like, I, that's just, I don't know. So I wonder if that's part of it for them. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's a it's a different mindset. And it's it's really interesting because I feel like I am not, that is not where I'm at. I, I feel like I'm, I'm more towards, you know, kind of the, the independent, you know, whatever and enjoy. I enjoy being by myself. Although now I'm thinking, yeah. I'm like, how I, long? I'll, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I, I, I was just going to say, like, I also think about this in terms of like a person who's been married for 30, 40 years and a spouse passes away and they're like, now I know they're like, now what? Like, yeah, the serial monogamy is over and now I have to navigate the world as an individual. And I'm, I, to be honest, to be really frank, I'm Mm. like concerned. Like if my parents have been married for, you know, however long, 30 something years and you know, we're, they're getting old. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. We all are. And I, you know, I think about that in, in terms of like, I don't, I, I'm sure it will, my parents, if either one of them passed away, they will figure out how to navigate life on their own, but mm. there's going to be an adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I, 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 I know, I won't say I fear, because I know I will probably be the main person involved helping them with that adjustment. Um, But yeah, like, you know, when you get used to doing something, life, (laughs) just something, doing life with someone else, um, a partner, whether it's multiple people or just one, that is a big adjustment. So I get the idea of like, of immediately kind of getting into something more, something serious because it's like, look, I, I don't really know how to navigate that, but you know, should you, should you use that insecurity or that nervousness as a crutch to just rush into something else? Yeah, no, it's a good question. I mean, I, I, I will also say this, and I think this has come up before. I know you and I have talked about it offline, but I'll put it out there, you know, whatever, again, if I haven't already. I think for me, so to, to go to that example of, you know, parents who have been married for a significant period of time, you know, for my parents, my dad passed after my parents had been together uh, 20 years, 20 something, maybe 25. Uh, can't do math. But let's say, let's say 25. Let's say 25 years. And it was rough. I mean, you know, my mom had a really, really hard time. And I think I, I, what I saw and, you know, now looking back and having years, um, to reflect on it, I, what I saw initially was somebody who 
didn't know how to navigate the world because this other person had pretty much taken care of everything. So simple things like, you know, my mom could balance a checkbook, but I think it was, you know, just making sure and keeping track of, you know, mortgage payments and paying your health insurance bill and, you know, those things, just being organized. And that was stuff that my dad very much took care of. And so that was really, really hard for her. And I, I definitely remember going through that and feeling like, man, while I could understand what my mom was going through and I really, you know, I tried to be empathetic and we all tried to help her. I I definitely, if I had to be honest, there was a thought of, I don't want to be that. Like, I, I don't like definitely a fear of being so dependent on somebody that God forbid, if something happened that I just wouldn't, I wouldn't know what to do and I wouldn't know how to navigate the world. And I think the way that that, uh, we get in real deep with some, you know, therapy, I think the way that that shows up for me is that I, I am not good about asking for help for that reason, because I'm like, well, I need to know how to do this. I need to, you know, the, the, the thought in the back of my head is like, I, I need to know because God forbid, you know, something happened, like, you know, if my husband went on a long business trip or I don't know, just ridiculousness where I just feel compelled to learn how to do everything on my own because I just don't want to be dependent. And that in turn means I am not good about asking for help. So maybe I'm saying all that to say, like, maybe there's something wrong with me. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But it's all, it's, it's like, it's, it's just interesting. It's really interesting because I, you know, it's something that's come up with me and, and my husband and we've talked about it. And it's something that it, at my core, I don't see that as a bad thing, right? I see that as just me wanting to know how to care for myself in, just in case of the what ifs. And that makes a lot of logical sense to me. But I think the way it comes across to other people it's like a fuck you. I don't need you. I'm going to do this on my own. And that's not right. what I mean. That's not what I intended yeah. to be, but it's just because yep. it's all that, like, you know, that packaging and that, you know, seeing what my mom went through and, you know, responding to that. And, and that's where it's coming from. But yeah, I'm sure people No, not even, I, yeah, I know people see so, some of my independence as being a little, um, hostile <laughs> because it's, it just comes across as if like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't need anyone. I don't need anyone to help me. And that absolutely is not what Ooh, I mean to do. to the choir. I know. I, girl, I was like, we getting deep. We, ooh. I, know. I wasn't even preaching thinking about going there. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think about some of that, like hyper, hyper independence that I think I got going on around here. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But like, I don't know, like, when you have faced society solo for so long, like you have to, you have your like, not just defenses, because I won't even call it a defense. Yeah. It's just how I got to navigate life. I don't, I don't have someone to bounce ideas off of, you know, right. I mean, I do. I have like my parents, of course, but like no one sure. in my home, you know, like right. no one going to bed at night and saying, Hey, Hey, that was, I had a bad day. Like, you know, I'm not saying I oh, look, I have I have a good support system, but yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's just it's the little little extra, you know. So yeah. like 
Yeah, I, I think about that. And but I don't really know how to navigate life outside of being like hyper independent because I've, right. I've had to do it. I've had to do it. I've lived pretty much on my own in some form of fashion since I was 13. So like, wow. I yeah. gotta, I gotta do this shit so I can mm-hmm. move and groove very easily as I, you know, think of packing up my house this summer right. <laughs> yeah, and, right. you know, kind of doing that whole world. I know I just, so, that's really why I'm like in a tizzy <laughs> because I have a lot to do in the next few months. So as, right. as time dwindles down, I'm like, Oh my God, I have to pack up a house. But, um, so yeah, I, yeah, I, I get that world, but also like, I mean, maybe shit, maybe she has the right fucking idea. Like blend some, blend, blend it, blend everything, blend the families. Mm. Again, that's what I'm saying. When I, when I, when I originally thought about it, I'm like, gosh, she moves fast. But like, mm-hmm. you know what? Like life's too short to be unhappy. Right. And like, if that is going to fucking make you happy, uh, being with someone that you think you love Mm-hmm. I mean, at least you know you want, you love them and you want to be with them. However short that is, however long it is, like as long as you're in a good place. And I hope right. that is, I mean, that's all that matters to me. Right. Right. So I'm not here to judge her on her, you know, length of time between, you know, relationships. Like, hey, man, we we are not, we can all die tomorrow. So if this is something yeah. you want to do. And I guess as you get older, it's kind of like, well, what the fuck? What, what is she waiting for? I, yeah, I think that's it too. Yeah. <laughs> what is she yeah. waiting for? Yep, yep, yeah. I guess the, I, only, the only thing is I just hope she's addressing, you know, with her, her circle of, and doctors and all the things that she has access to. Like she's addressing or at least understanding the reasons why she thinks she does. Not just, you know. Like if that's being addressed, great. <laughs> right. If it's right. not, then you, you you might need a little extra love. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. No. Hopefully. Um, right. She's talking to some good folks and and is in tune. Is self aware. Like I guess that's the yeah. thing too. If if you're self aware, you're doing all this stuff and you know it. I mean, that's like eighty percent of it right there. It's like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. look, if you're aware and you're still choosing, then hey, kudos to you. Do your thing. Yeah, yep. go go for it. I I think I also with J Lo in particular. I, I feel like I saw an interview where she talked about, and again, it was like a very very simple statement. But she said, you know, I just love love. And it, to <laughs> me, what I kind of took from that, I know it sounds so cheesy, but I, I think what I took from that is that I think she's somebody who likes the the experience of falling in love you know, and likes that. I mean, that's, it's fucking dope. <laughs> no, I know. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So, so I don't, you know, again, not to diagnose or anything like that, but you know, at that moment when she said it, it made me just think like, oh, is that why like there's, it doesn't, cause at that time she'd been engaged for a couple times and it never panned out. And so it just mm-hmm. made me think like, is, is she in love with the the fanfare? Is she in love with, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the idea of like a new relationship and everything is new and, and beautiful and pretty and lovey dovey. And, you know, once it gets to a point where it's like, fuck, now we're arguing about like, who's taking the kids this weekend because yeah. you know I'm going to be over here on location and you're going to be over here. Like, is that when, but does you know, a 20, 20- when you dated someone twenty years ago, is that is does that count as a new relationship and everything's lovey dovey again? I guess it does. Do you just hit the I, I, reset button? 
I think you could. I mean, like, I look, I, I think, I think, I mean, look, if we were just to look at who the fuck Ben Affleck was 20 years ago, movie career wise, and what he's doing she, now. You yeah, he's a, 20 years ago. Right, yeah. exactly. Right. <laughs> so it's person, I, true. Right. Yeah, I, I think it could. I think it really could be something where, you know, and we don't know why they broke up in the first place. Like, you know, yeah, maybe it was yeah. something where it was just immaturity. Like he was out in these streets, like drinking and trying to party. And she was like, look, dude, yeah. I'm not really trying to do that. And now yeah. 20 years later, he has a family. He's, you know, pursuing other interests. Maybe they can kind of meet in the middle and that, you know, that's where they wanted to be before, but just couldn't find their way there. But now having 20 years behind them allows them to do that. So it's, it's possible. Like, yeah, me 20 true, years ago. True, oh, dear true. God, dear God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ugh, a mess. Ooh. So no, 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 that's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's actually, you know, in some weird way, I, I, this is the single girl talking here, here, mm. here it comes. Here comes no, gentle single girl hot take. Yeah, single like, girl. I want, yeah, I would love that. You know why? Mm. It is so hard meeting people and going through the whole thing, uh, knowing their quirks, getting yes. to know them. That shit, like on that alone, like shout yes. out to J Lo because that shit is. <laughs> oh, oh, what's your favorite color? What side of the bed you want to sleep on? Yeah, is your family crazy? Like if you, we've already done that, right? Twenty years ago, right? So I already know your shtick, and yep. I'm okay with it again. Yeah, cool. Yeah. You know? Yes. I, I think I, I'm not mad at it. Actually, yeah. that's great. And there's like, obviously 20 years is so much time. So like, you know, some of the stuff 20 years ago, it may not even be an issue today. Maybe some new issues, of course, but sure. like the 20 years ago issues are probably gone or you don't right. even give a fuck about it because that was 20 years ago and you've also changed. Right. So like, I'm right. not mad at this, like, you know, go, circling back the block essentially to see mm-hmm. what's going on 20 years later. Well, what I will say, so I was mad about one thing. I'm going to put it out here (laughs) because I follow her on Instagram and Mm -hmm. she made this whole thing like, oh, you know, we have a, I have an announcement, but you know, you can only access it on, you know, on the JLo. It's my, you know, website where, you know, and I was like, shut up, shut up, shut up. Was this like you had to pay for it? You well, you you had to sign up, and I was like, I, okay. I can't. Like, I'm not, I'm not no, giving you my email I don't address. Like so I could be that much, right? I was like to be spammed with all no. the things. Like, I don't. Sorry, nope. Like, if yeah, you can't I, tell I don't me, like you that much. Yep. If you can't tell me on in Instagram, fact, then I guess I'll just find out later. I'll Whatever. find out via People Magazine. I, I mean, right, at this right, point, right. there's no one I want in my inbox, not you or anyone else. So it's not even personal, Miss Lopez. It's, it's not, not even personal, but I don't want more emails. Do not, don't. I and I really don't care that much about your engagement again to the same yep. person again. Yeah. Because um, I went to the cool, website. And I was... Oh, you did? <laughs> I did. But then the moment, the moment I was like, oh, girl, what, what are you going to tell me? And then got to the website. It was like, put in your email. I was like, no, no, no. And then shut it That's down. It was want. like, nope. Data collections. Yep. God damn it, J-Lo. No. Why did you do that? Yeah. Why did was, you do I, that? Like, we don't whatever. care that much. Anyway. Yes. 
Anyway, y'all, like uh, that's all I have to say. Anyway, Nikki, let's 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 move on. <laughs> oh my, yeah. Well, so okay, so this the the topic I wanted to explore kind of touches on what we were just talking about indirectly. Okay. Um, okay. Kind of, kind of. I'm gonna see if I can tie it together. I'm gonna see if I can do it. Let's so, do it. Yeah. So the um, the friend that came to visit uh, this weekend, we had just like great conversation. You know, he was catching me up on his life and some business ventures that he's checking out. Um, I was sharing with him certain things that I wanted to explore and just overall great conversation. But it it kind of touched on it, indirectly. I don't know if we even used these words when we were talking about it, but it was like this idea of change and why is change so difficult for some folks. And so that was this weekend. Now, fast forward to today, I happened to listen to a podcast, and I think I mentioned it before, but the podcast name is called A Slight Change of Plans. And okay. the it's a doctor. Hold on. Let me see if I can find her name because I always be saying the wrong thing. Oh, so Dr. Maya Shankar. Um, is the host okay. of the podcast. And so she'll every week, um, I think the idea is that every week she'll have somebody on and they'll talk about some sort of like significant change that's occurred in their life and how they have responded to it. And so, you know, there was one where um, a couple of weeks ago, I listened to one where it was a gentleman who had been diagnosed with like some crazy rare blood cancer. He ended up going through chemo, survived, and then was talking about that experience. And that that one mm-hmm. was actually very interesting because I think the you expect someone to be super positive and give mm-hmm. you all the like, you know, life is precious, blah, blah, blah. There was that, but he also talked about, you know, how he missed just being like, he wanted to just be angry and annoyed with everyday stuff, but felt like he couldn't be because he's the guy who survived cancer now. So there was some of that kind of discussion. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So it was inter- it's very, very interesting conversations. But the one I listened to today was one called, let me see if I can pull it up. I think it was the, the Science of Change. Hold on. Yeah, the science of no, no, that was one I listened to before. I'll find it while while I'm talking about it. But the episode had a woman on who used to be a poker, like a, a professional poker player, and she her kind of thesis was this idea that we need to quit more often. That in life we should just get really comfortable with the idea and also just the act of quitting. And so she talks about how as a poker player, what she found was so interesting was that some of the best poker players that she knows, the reason why they're so good is that they know when to quit. Like they will just, they get to a point where they're like, Nope, I'm out. Like I fold whatever. And they will quit. And she said that, you know, what, what's difficult is that, a lot of folks don't realize that like they have quit more than they've, you know, quote unquote won, but you don't see that because you only see when they, you know, come out on top and they win millions of dollars and whatever, whatever. So she kind of takes that idea and now does a lot of, I I think it would be considered like behavioral sciences and looking at how people make certain decisions. And she touches on a number of like really interesting themes and topics. Um, 
one thing she touched on was the, um, it was a, the gentleman who had climbed Mount Everest. But unfortunately, he, I guess during the last time, obviously, that he climbed, he passed. And mm-hmm. so she was talking about how this gentleman is kind of like herald, heralded as a hero, which he absolutely accomplished something, you know, accomplished a number of amazing things in his life. But it's so weird because he's now gone. And so mm-hmm. we, as a society, we kind of hold people up who like persevere almost to their detriment as heroes and as like the standard when maybe maybe him turning around could have been a really good idea and and why and like because and she also says how like we don't know there was a there was a group of people who were part of his team and a number of them turned back like i guess in this course they have these turn back points where they'll say if we don't get to this height by this hour we have to turn back to camp because if we keep going Mm -hmm. and we miss that mark like the sun's gonna set and it's gonna be dangerous or you know all these other things and so a number of people in his camp turned around, but nobody knows them. Like nobody knows their names. All we know is the mm, guy who only the one the guy summit. that died. Yes, right, right. Well, I hate to say it, but he they're still with us. So right, <laughs> yeah. But it's but it's just it it's interesting that that's what we celebrate when you know, hey, maybe it's it's totally fine to turn around. Like if you get to a certain point and you realize that, Hey, this isn't working out. And you know, she uses that as kind of a, a metaphor for life where if you hit a point in life and you realize this is not working out the way that I thought, or I haven't hit this benchmark, maybe I need to reassess and kind of go back. That's fine. Like that is actually really good in a lot of instances. Um, yeah. And just like a lot of interesting themes. Like she talks about how, she uses a quote and she says, she's quoting somebody else, but I think the quote is, you know, the goal, the goal of climbing, climbing Mount Everest isn't getting to the summit. It's coming back down and people kind of like lose sight of that. It's like, no, it's actually like getting back and being able to like talk about it or, you know, making sure that you're safe, making sure that, you know, you you can go on to climb another, you know, metaphorical Mount Everest. But yeah, just really super interesting. Um, and I'm, I'm looking at my notes as I'm like chatting it up. There was something also about, uh, oh, so she, so this is where it was so simple and straightforward, but she does a lot of work with folks who are trying to leave their jobs, right? And people who have been in their careers for, let's say, like, you know, upwards of like 10, 15, 20 years in a particular career, and now they're scared to leave. And so she says she always asks them three questions. And so one of the questions she'll ask is, hey, assuming you stay at your current job in a year from now, will you be do you think you'll be happy if you stay where you're at? And she says, like, almost 99.9% of the time, everyone says no, right? So they say no. Mm -hmm. So the next question she asks or throws out there is like, okay, so now let's say, let's say you leave, let's say you try and find a new job, you know, and a year from now you're at this new job. Do you think you'll be happy? Like in a year from now. And most people will say something like, you know, I don't know, or they'll, they'll assign a percentage. They'll say like, yeah, you know, I'm not sure. I think it would be 50, 50. And she's like, Mm -hmm. okay, cool. She, she kind of like uses that 
as just to like really simplify things and to say, you know, if the overall goal, like if, if we're looking at the big picture, right. And the overall goal is just happiness, like you being happy. Why, why do we most, a lot of people in society, why is it when we're like confronted with like, there's an option that like, we know is terrible for ourselves. Right. And there's another mm-hmm. option where it's like a 50% chance that it could be great. We will still go with the terrible. Like, like from a logistical logic standpoint, it doesn't make sense. And I, and I think she calls it like status quo bias. Like we feel more mm-hmm. comfortable just being in the status quo because we at least know that it's terrible. Like we, we okay. know we're, Yeah. Like we you know, know you're, yes, you know what what you already know. You know what right. the the good the, the bad is, so you're fine with yeah. that. But that yeah. unknown, um, yeah, I, I think a lot of people do suffer from that. I, however, do not, and I probably need to no, know. You we are, need to start no, doing no. that a little bit. I think I you need are to start my hero. doing that. No, no I, you know it's like, so it's so wild because honestly, when I was listening to this, I'm not even kidding you. I, I legit was thinking of you. I really was because like, so again, look at me trying to tie things together, different mindsets. (laughs) So I really, I've said this before, like I really admire your mindset with regards to a lot of things, like whether it's about career or traveling or, you know, you just do it. And I feel like they're, Maybe there is a certain amount of fear that you have, but I feel like at the end of the day, you're, you're still moving forward. Like you're, you're okay with that. Like you just make a decision and you go forward. Whereas like, I think I'm somebody who's very risk adverse and I will just do a lot of stupid things (laughs) that, you know, I know I don't like, or I, it could be better, but because I'm so risk adverse, I will just... I, I have that whole status quo bias where I'm like, oh, well, at least I know it's bad, which mm-hmm. when you think about it, that's ridiculous. That's a, that's stupid. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Sorry. So <laughs> well, well, thank, well, well, thank you for that. But I don't know. I think right now the way I'm feeling is yes, there are benefits. I think there's benefits to both just like everything else in life, you know, like right, right now I feel like I have overcomplicated my life for no, for like no real reason, just because I feel mm, like it. And that sometimes okay. I can get into that. I think that's my downside is of like, mm. why are you making this so complicated Mm. where there's really no rhyme or reason. Um, And that's sometimes, you know, yes, making it a decision. It's great. Yes. And and maybe in the long term, this may not even be a thing. But Mm. right now, I just I feel like I've just complicated my life. And (laughs) now I'm like trying to figure figure everything out. So like there's, you know, there's downsides of kind of making a decision and going forward, there's never going to be a perfect decision. There's no such thing. Right. So I could, you know. Right. And that but, is something so she yeah. talks about. Yeah. Yeah. She talks about how like what, what we should strive for. I think, you know, and that's kind of my, my takeaway. One of the takeaways was that we, we assign too much to our decisions. Like our decisions Mm -hmm. end up becoming part of our identity, right? So like if we make a decision and it's a bad decision, then for whatever reason, we'll think, okay, well then I'm a bad person or I'm a bad person. I'm I'm doomed. Yeah. Yes. I've ruined my life. 
Right. And her whole thing, you know, one of her points is just, hey, and I know you and I have talked about this again, you know, offline and probably on the podcast as well. But the idea that we decisions are kind of like in a moment in time and it Mm -hmm. and we should recognize that when we make a decision, we have to recognize that we are making the decision with the information that we have at that time. If down the road things change, and and she makes a point of this and says, like, things change. They will always change. So more often than not, what you are viewing as a poor decision isn't a bad decision. It's just that things change that were out of your control, that when you made that call, you know, X number of years ago, months ago, whatever, that probably Mm -hmm. was the best decision at that time with everything you knew and what was going on. But because things have changed... Now it it gives the appearance that it's a poor decision when really it's like, nope, your decision was totally valid. It still was valid. It's just things out of your control have changed. And now you need to kind of recalibrate, but we shouldn't get caught up in, you know, oh man, I I should have thought this out more or I I made a poor decision and, uh, you know, and, you know, beat ourselves up when really a lot of it is just life and luck. And sometimes shit doesn't work out. And it's just really, it's really easy to blame ourselves when things don't go the way that we had anticipated when really 90% of the time, it's just unforeseen factors. Like we couldn't have known, like we didn't, we didn't have access to that information at that time. But now, now, like now that you see certain things and maybe, you know, you feel like you want to shift gears or do something else, it's like, okay, you can recalibrate. Like you're not, you are not your decisions. You can always change your mind. You have more information now or new information. Don't beat yourself up. Just keep moving forward and make a new decision. And then if two years, you know, two days down the road, that's, that seems like a bad decision. Okay. Recalibrate, start over, make a new decision and just keep going forward. So yeah, it was. Wow. I mean, that really does like changes the mind frame um, Mm -hmm. of, of like life period. And to tie it all back, JLo is fucking just making a decision. She has made a lot of romantic decisions as far and business decisions. And this is just another decision and it could go well or not well just like everything right. else in life so right shout out right. to j-lo look at that <laughs> <laughs> see we brought it we brought look at it that, all bringing together it uh, uh uh yes but well, y'all didn't see that happening of, i know listen listen we <laughs> come in with topics and we motherfucking blend that shit all yes, right we do. um but let's check this out because guess what time it is Oh, is it? It's is Jersey it our favorite? Mm-hmm. Trivia! 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 I, I guess okay. that's where Nick. I guess that's when we put our on our applause or whatever the hell we do yep. for our yeah. Uh, <laughs> for our I, 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 I add the horn. The, what is it? <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Well, mm. we're gonna. I'm. I'm still riding out with this uh, J Lo and Ben thing. So 
Uh, J-Lo and Ben starred in a early 2000s movie called, and it was actually a remake of a movie from like the 60s or 70s, called Jersey mm-hmm. Girl. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> a.k.a. Nikki. Um, yep. So, yes, they starred in a sh- uh, movie called Jersey Girl. Um, and who was the creator or director of Jersey Girl 2004? Fuck. Wait, did we? Have we talked about this? Why do I feel I like I know we the... did, but it's a very famous person that we've, we may have talked about at some point. Is it, um, is it uh, Kevin Smith? Yes! Ding, ding! Girl, let me. I ran into him. Oh, wait. Before you start, I'm going to give a couple more fun facts about Jersey Girl. Uh, Jersey Girl was filmed in New Jersey. It was filmed in the Highlands, which is Monmouth County, which is close to, if you already know about New Jersey, Sandy Hook. So it's a very, it's a beach Mm. destination. So that's when the bulk of the film was made. Um, Yep. 2004, as we all know, it was a flip-flop. It was the floppiest (laughs) of flop movies of the early 2000s. I think Kevin Smith Law, it was a $36 million movie. And I think they made $2 and 50 cents um <laughs> j-lo was in the movie for about five minutes she was the uh deceased partner in the storyline so she mm-hmm. actually didn't have a lot of camera time and i think they even reduced it because by the time the movie came out there mm. was no ben and j-lo so yeah. i think they kind of even and i think they did something else Geely together and that was trash yes. and they were like nah yep. we gotta we gotta like reduce this shit because this is too much um yeah that's all I got about Jersey Girls 2004. I didn't really do a lot of research on the first one, but I'm assuming it's the same premise of the show. So uh, go watch it. If you, I don't even know if it's on some, but I'm sure you can buy it on Amazon if you want to check out Jersey Girl, the old one or the new one. I might, I might actually do it. I'm, I'm genuinely. I, I think I will. I think I will uh, yeah. too. <laughs> I, yeah, I legitimately because because it was so bad. I just remember the reviews and people just like destroying it, like being like, "This was terrible." Like, yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm I, now I want to see it because I'm like, is it truly that bad? Like, I need to know. I, I need to see this. I need to know how yeah, bad it is. I think, like I feel like I might have saw a few minutes, you know, back in the mm-hmm. early, the early aughts, the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on one of like HBO, somebody, somebody, some network had it on at some point. And I may have watched right. a few minutes because it does. As I was reading about, it, I was like, oh yeah, I think I did see this a little bit of it. Um, but right. now, like, I'm, I'm now I'm intrigued, and because yes. we do a Jersey podcast, and it was filmed in Jersey. And Kevin Smith's involved. And of course, the actors of the episode, which are Ben and J-Lo. Now I'm like, mm. all right, fuck it. I'll just pay 99 cents. Hopefully it's 99 cents because I'm not paying know, more than that to watch Jersey Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to yes. be pissed if it's anything more than fucking 99 fuck cents. that. Oh, yeah. hell no. You guys I'm don't get so that from angry. me. No, no. It yeah. better be free. $3. It better be fucking free. Okay, yep. on YouTube it's two dollars. All right. I, all right. I'll give an extra dollar for it. Okay, all fine, right. fine. 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 All right. Yeah. It's it's love. I'm I'm paying two dollars for love to see the the how it all started, how it all began. Yes. The J Lo yes. Benefer saga. 
Yes, Benifer. Oh my gosh. Anyway, tell me about Kevin Smith. Where did you meet him? Oh, no, no, no. It was just totally random. Last week, I happened to have a doctor's appointment in the city. I'm, you know, walking and it like, he literally, like, like, he just looks the same. He like, the giant sort of oh, like just saw oversized. <laughs> I just saw him. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was so trippy. It was so true. Cause nobody else was around. Right. Like I, I felt like last week maybe was like when people, the bulk of like employers are like starting to come back, at least in the area mm-hmm. where our office is. So it was still pretty desolate. So to be walking down the street and to have him, he was coming in the opposite direction. And I remember when I saw him, I was like, is this dude dressed up like Kevin Smith? Like, I just thought it was weird. I'm like, this dude is wearing a Kevin Smith costume? Like, it was bizarre. And then as I got closer, I was like, oh, shit, no, that that is, like, actually Kevin Smith. That is him just walking down that the street. literally Kevin yeah. Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all. Yeah, I just happened to see him. Thought I'd, you know, cool little, cool little tie-in. I should have, you know, oh. given him a shout out, but whatever. Shout out to K Smith. Do you want to come on our podcast, Kevin Smith? Yes. We can talk about all the Jersey things. Yes. You have a lot of movies to Ooh. choose from because you film your movies in Jersey. Let's, you should have fucking asked him to come on the show. I did it. I, <laughs> I didn't even. Didn't even dawn on me. I just was, I I just couldn't believe it was legitimately him because he looks, I know know this sounds so shitty, but it, he, if someone were to legit wear a Kevin Smith costume, it would be exactly what he was wearing in this moment. Like it was the oversized hockey Jersey. He had like jean shorts, the, the backwards cap, like he he literally dresses he literally yeah, dresses yes. he's been dressing the same for 30 years. Yes. Okay. Exactly right. the same. Exactly the All same. Right. Yep. So if I see him again, I'll definitely I will I will corner him and be like, please come on our podcast. We need to talk about all the movies. All your Jersey movies, Clerks, Clerks yeah. Two, Clerks Three. I don't know how many clerks there <laughs> fucking are now. Uh, Jersey Girl One, Two, and yeah. Three. I don't right, know right. all of them. I, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, that is quite the. Um, I don't know the 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 ending that the tie up of the the episode. Um, what else do we want to like say to folks? Remind them of. Um, uh, hey, it's okay to be a, a serial monogamous. It's okay to be like hyper independent. Like, do what works yes. for you and just always keep doing what makes you happy because, like, and that goes to career choices, life choices. You just got to do what makes you happy. And, you know, always like have some reason. But. Yes ultimately just do what's going to make you happy uh moving forward in life that's all i got absolutely and i'm going to take my own fucking advice and do the same (laughs) right (laughs) yeah no definitely i would say you know definitely check out that the podcast it's called a slight change of plans oh and the episode was the science of quitting that's what it was called okay so check it out if you if you dug what we were kind of what i was breaking down definitely give it a listen really interesting themes, topics, blah, blah, blah. And I will also try to employ some of those um, ideas in my own life. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens in the in the upcoming weeks. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. Everyone, thank you. 
for for listening. And uh, until next time, yeah, we're gonna say until bye. Until next time. Next time, bye. Bye.